Jer? You got what you Bonus wanted. time. The people got what they wanted. <laughs> Bonus episode. Um, Bonus. I don't think I got what I wanted. I don't know if the people got what they wanted. Bonus episode <laughs> was This was my idea, idea. mainly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mainly my idea. But it's a good one. It's a good one. And we got and there's been a bunch of stuff going Go on ahead. in our world so um in order to not create an episode that's like two hours long because really who wants to listen to us blab on for two Can't hours we're just put out this little mini episode to uh to uh just keep you caught up and just as a little bit of bonus content to brighten up the middle of your week yeah yeah this is this is purely uh a gift yep you know we we're talking a little bit about gifts last week this is just a gift from us to you and, you know, hopefully you're going to enjoy this. Um, Jer, I'm in a bit of a predicament yes. with theft. Uh-oh. Okay, here's the deal. I am not, hmm, I'm pretty good on computers. I'm not great or, like, exceptional with some things. And I ordered for my wife a birthday present yep. on uh, a website. I paid for it with my PayPal account. Okay. Fine. That's all fine. Uh, I then get the receipt, yes. and it said that it sent this, the item to uh, – transaction went through. It sent the item to a house that I lived in like six years ago in Paris, okay, Ontario, yeah. which my family now no longer owns Ooh. and is long gone, and there's new random owners in there. So this package is on its way to that Dang. place. Uh, what would you do? And then I'll tell you what Dang. I Dang. Uh, I would probably call the new owners and ask them to look out for it. Sure, Jared. That seems like an easy thing, phone number to get. Oh, wait. No, it's not Why at not? all. Here's what I did. I called the real estate okay. agent that sold the house <laughs> to get the phone number. He, One of the owners has since Whoa. died. He didn't have the phone number. So he did a great thing for me. He swung by the house, wrote a note, um, and left it at the doorstep. And slight miscommunication with this is that he said to um he texts me he's like yeah just uh write me a note or write what you want me to write on a note and then i'll write it and then i kind of wrote him this long text kind of explaining what the gift was etc etc and he just took that exact oh. text and <laughs> put that in the note <laughs> And then took a picture of the note and sent it to me. And I was like, duh, that's not really what I wanted to have said. But I was hoping you were going to like revise anyways. So I haven't heard anything back from this dude who now has the gift probably at his house. Well, pretty, pretty nice uh, of him. That seems like going pretty above and beyond. It is very much above and beyond. Now it's in the homeowner's hand to deal with. Is he going to do the right thing? Is he not? Is he going to keep it? Well, here's what I would do is... Like, I don't live that far from Paris, so I'm really glad that I didn't get the call to say, hey, Jared, can you go pick this up from my old house in Paris? That's true. Yeah. But it's not even picking it up. It's like having to go deal with this person. What do you mean that you deal don't know? with them? Like, you don't deal with people. You speak with people. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like, yeah, but I know. But now I feel like he's, you know, got this thing and he's not going to say he's got it. It's a gold necklace. <laughs> oh, dang. What, did <laughs> yeah, you get dang. it on Etsy or what? Yeah. That's hilarious. Well, so it's cheap crap. I mean, crap, it's your own I mean. fault for not updating your PayPal account. So I, no, I don't have Jer, much it's not. Big time your you know, fault. This was a bug that was supposed to be worked out. And then 
what's his name moved on to making battery powered cars <laughs> before it was really ready to rock. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, I got a plan. I got a plan. All Don't right, worry. Very good. Anything else you want to talk about? In bonus yeah, I, 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 I think so. I mean, you and I, we're, hit me. no, no, don't hit me. We're grateful to be alive right now because we both all, <laughs> oh, we're both, <laughs> we both almost fist bump to life. Hit. We are. Well, you freaking did hit <laughs> and I almost hit some animals, man. So no, I will not hit you because that's like the most terrifying thing like in my entire life. It is, man. Yep. We smoked a deer oh, the other man, day, which was pretty freaky. Now I had sideswiped a deer before in my truck. And it was all right, no big deal. Um, but this was weird, like hitting this. Did deer. you have a weird kind of like sense, almost like a premonition before you hit this deer that something was coming? Not at all. I think the I would think I was like mid ramble about something to my and wife. Then and then <laughs> kablamo! I didn't even see it to be honest, um, because it like ran out of the right. woods, out of the side of the road, and basically just like charged headbutted the side of our car. And by the time I like met our car when we were going like 80 it hit the uh passenger rear door is that where your kid was that's where the kid yeah woke him up. <laughs> <laughs> he was pissed <laughs> how big of a dent did it put in the door not bad like not, not bad not bad at all like i didn't fix and it and will you get it fixed ah so how do you know it was like not a raccoon Oh, I, we saw the deer. There, there was two of them. Oh, there's always two. One was pretty dung up, but then he got up and ran away. So, well, I'm glad that both you and your wife, and probably most importantly Noah, is okay, and you're all okay. Mm, for um, sure. I, I did have a weird sense as I was driving through Algonquin Park after I left uh, dinner with your in-laws and uh -huh. you guys, and like... I always know that driving through Algonquin Park, everyone says, watch out for a moose. So it was already primed in my mind. Then, but right before I left, your wife said to me, Jeremy, be really careful for a moose. And then as I was driving, my headlights are terrible on my really old car. And I was kind of like, even if I saw a moose, how on earth can I be careful? Like you're, it's in, it's That's in your thing. car before yeah. you even know it. I and know. it's hard to like, like, and yeah. then I see these moose signs. I'm like, man. This is just crazy. And then, And I was alone for a long time in the park. Then I saw this truck that was up ahead. And so I tried to kind of catch up a little bit to him so that his lights could light my way even a little bit more. You know what I mean? Nice. And, I mean, be honest, he's your bumper. Right, a big truck. So I'm, I'm trying to catch yeah. up to this truck. So I'm probably going 100 in an 80 zone. And honestly, like, so I can't. Just like in the last episode, I couldn't tell you how amazing I felt after that cedar hot tub. I can't tell you how s the feeling of fear, anger, and terror all mixed into one I felt as I watch driving down the road right in my peripheral vision on the left-hand side, a massive yeah. moose, like twice as tall as my car, bounding across the road. And just Ugh. like you, he would have ran right into the side of my car the, well, like the front, the side, or the back, if 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 I would have been going half a kilometer slower, it felt like I must have missed him by a, like a foot max. It was so scary. And I was just like alert for the rest of my drive, and it was late at night, and I was tired, but that just shocked mm. me awake for the rest of my drive. And I, it, it just makes every day feel like more of a gift, you know. That's. That's good once in a while. No, then. I think it is. I think having a brush, uh, a near yeah. miss with death is an important thing for every human, but. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. Well, that's good, Jared. I mean, I told you, you know, don't drive you that way. You told me, and I didn't listen. Actually, I think I told you to drive <laughs> that way because it's a technically a shortcut. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyways, uh, no, I, I, okay. I think, you know, you got to be grateful for the days we have left to adventure on this earth. But uh, anyways, that was that. So, yeah, speak for the moose. Yep. Um, okay. Jer, you know, one of my favorite <laughs> segments that we do on this show, not that often now, is social mm-hmm. advice with Jer. Something that I'm always very appreciative and you're good. You know, y- y- you don't um, push it on me, but I, you know, you, you wait for me to ask and you're a good friend like Am that. Am I really? Do I, know I really, do I give that great of advice in terms of your oh, you social do, you interaction? Because it's something. Because it's just something. <laughs> You know, instead of me just trying to figure it all okay, out on my all right. own. What do you, what do you got? So, I check it. So last week, I'm at okay. church, and I have to usher yeah. at church. So what does that look like? Well, I have to wear this kind of dorky red shirt, and uh, I help people find a seat because eighty percent of people show up or, late, or they're blind and, and need help to find a seat. The thing about people seating themselves, Jer, is that everyone wants an outside seat for yes. some reason, myself included. What's your reason? Because so you just seem to chirp them. Yeah, it's just easy escape, <laughs> you know? Duh. <laughs> Duh. Literally everyone who walks into church, the first thing they think of is, I need to have the most <laughs> easy escape route. <laughs> no, like that that's the best seat in an airplane because you can stick your legs out there and yes, stretch. that's true. And and you can like wave uh, down the drink it you know, yep. anyways that's for some reason people have the same mentality at church and so what they really encourage the ushers to you know help people shuffle to the center go to the center they want to kind of fill up the front and you know make it feel full uh, so what we also do it, you know the, I'm not great at it I, I'm really not because I don't like getting in people's face and telling them where to sit but I'm really good at the back two rows are reserved for. Parents with small children, there are ropes on these back yep. two, and there's signs everywhere. On like every other seat, it says big bold letters. This is reserved for parents with small children. Um, lo and behold, uh, people sit there that do not have either. Mm. Um, so super frustrating. So I will, if it's like one, if it's like some like old couple, I'm like, eh, yeah, you got to pass. Fine. There's lots of other seats right. still. Um, but then as it fills up, like I see this family coming in. And it's like family of altogether like I think like eight people, Whoa. Uh, like five adults and like three teenagers. And I'm like, oh gosh, am I gonna sit these people? Um, and then I'm like, oh hey, I'm gonna have to break you up like a like a like a three and a four or something. And uh, and they're like, oh no, it's cool. We'll just grab this whole back row. And I'm like, no, you won't. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, actually, no, that that's reserved for parents of small children. And they're like, oh, okay, cool, cool. We'll just uh, chill here in the back for a minute. And I'm like, uh, okay. So they're like lingering in the back, and I'm watching them, and I'm kind of standing near those seats because I know they're going to try and go for it. The second and so you I turn have to go back. to the other side of the auditorium. Second turn my back, I see them filing in there. And I'm like, and I go up to them, and I'm like, oh, what's going on? And they're like, oh, sorry, yeah, we're just going to sit here. And they start handing me the signs that are on the seats that say reservers for parents with small children. And I'm like, no, no, those stay there. That's what they're for. Come on. And then that's how I left it. Yeah. And so did they go and sit Super down? Super frustrating. They sat there. They yes. just totally disobeyed you. Several times. Wow. Super frustrating. Wow. How would you deal with that? I, you know. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
super frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I think, to be perfectly frank, I think you did what you were supposed to do. I think so. I mean, I s- told them several times, please don't sit there. Uh, who seemed to be in charge? Uh, the, the mom. mom. Now, did any families come in that needed those seats in the end? Yep. Really? My wife included. Your yeah. wife wasn't able to sit there because of them. Correct. You know what I would have done? Here's the social advice with Jared there today. S- because you were reasonable and yep. reason didn't work with these people, these monsters, I would yes. have marched up to the front of the church. I would have paused the sermon. Probably they would have dragged you off. So maybe what you should have done is gone to the front and check where that wireless mic is hanging out on one of the front seats. I you know grab that, that wireless mic, you turn it on, and yep. you say stop. And the whole church will go silent, and no one will know what the heck is going on because it's a change in script. You walk to the back, and right. you're, as you're walking to the back, you say, I have something to say. And then you shame these people with everything you have. You say, <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to shame them, really. Like, how can I shame these people? Uh, like, uh, And then you say, it was my wife is standing at the back of this sanctuary because these people... Do not listen to instructions. Super frustrating, Joe. No, that is that Let is frustrating. My other so if that didn't work with the uh, with the good old sh- good old fashioned church shaming, um, then I mm-hmm. would have uh, just uh, I would have hung up the old red shirt for the last time. <laughs> I <laughs> which I know you're trying to do, which is why I recommend that. <laughs> you know I'm trying to hang it up, but I get sucked in. <laughs> Uh, no, you know what? I, I think uh, you did really well. And especially if you persisted more than two times, I, I, I have a lot of respect for you doing that because that's not a fun job to do at all. And here's the thing. like Maybe what you could have I done mean, is got another usher over there to bring four of them away. Say, hey, you three go with Tony. I'll seat the other four of you over here. Guys, these are reserved. Their family's coming in in just a minute. Therefore, you did the work of actually splitting them up. Give your ushers a break. If you're 10, 15 minutes late with a party of five plus, just settle with the fact that you're not sitting mm. together. It's not going to happen. Yep. Maybe you should also start uh, charging at the door or doing tickets for church. So I've already <laughs> thought about this, you know, reserving pre- <laughs> reserving primo seats. Um, yeah, at a, you know, and taking, you know, a little, little on the side. <laughs> the usher tip. <laughs> I also so I also bad. brought up with the head usher my idea to uh, double pass aisles with the offering. They didn't go for it. <laughs> if, if like you feel that was a weak pass, you can just do no, it no, again. No, no, no. We're doing it again. <laughs> oh, there's so much comical glory in the... That doesn't go anywhere oh, in that man. setting. That's why I got to hang oh, it that's up. That's really funny. It's not appreciated. That's really funny. Well, um, yeah. No, I mean, that's uh, that's a tricky scenario. That's just really... It's just unfortunate that there's people out there like that, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's people that don't get it, you know yeah. what I mean? But uh but you and me yeah. we get it, man. We get it, man. You know, you go kind of, you know, you want you want to go, you know, front half and you want to go to the middle and that makes yep. everyone happy. Yeah. Well, anything else exciting happening in your world? I mean, your bees are, you know, trying to get the bees going. Bees are all right. I mean, I've got this new bee friend that I like and having you know, some interactions with, it's just kind of interesting. He kind of gives me some pretty contradictory advice, right. but he seems mildly successful right. at his craft. Right. I went to check out his bee yeah. yard the other day. Um, so I don't know. He's, uh, he's 
this is the dude with the Westphalia. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's pretty. He's one of those guy. guys that's like, um, you almost you you you're not sure if you trust him, but you probably want to at least hear his opinion on almost everything. <laughs> you almost want to throw Very all true. kinds of hilarious questions his way just to see what he's going to say. Is that the kind of guy? Uh, yeah, kind of, because he's pretty, he's very quick on his right. feet, and he kind of has an answer right. for everything, <laughs> which I'm like, hmm, I like this guy. Uh, Speaking of which, you know how last year you told me to make sure that I am always wearing a breast pocket when I deal with some of uh, the people that I deal with, because, you know, I get, like, uh, some pretty interesting conversations. Yes, and a, and a breast pocket a ba- is excellent for leaving your phone recording a voice memo while you're having a conversation. So. Yes, so I was like... I walked away from a conversation and like so discouraged with myself that I did not have the yeah. setup ready to go. As a man was talking to me and he started the conversation with Kelvin, here's the problem with the Chinese. <laughs> That's literally how <laughs> like the fact that there's people out there who talk like that is just amazing. I, I mean uh, I mean and by so amazing I hilarious. mean not amazing, but like hilarious unbelievable. and unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable is exactly that's what yeah. he said to you, Calvin. Here's the problem with the Chinese. We, we were talking about we were having a conversation, and these conversations usually just start somewhere. We're talking about a leaf blower, <laughs> and then you know, next thing you know, we're talking about this biography that he read. And then, Calvin, here's the problem <laughs> with the Chinese. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is just it's uh, I mean, what, what can you even say? Like. That's funny because those are those times where you're almost like, I, can't, I think I almost need to say something here. That like this is not right or not okay. And then yet you're kind of just basking in the fact that this is who this person is and how they feel. I I think the same thing too, Jerry. But like then I think about – then I try and flip roles. I'm like, okay, this dude's like 60 plus, unbelievably successful. Um and he's talking to the dude who's like me, like 26, working on his property. Like, he just wants to talk about right. this. And I don't think he's taking um, other opinions right now. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think he's taking other opinions. Like, it's not really a two-way conversation, if you yeah. know what I mean. No, I hear you. I hear you. But, yeah, and I guess depending on... I mean, depending on how bad the conversation gets, and I imagine it wasn't bad. I imagine it might it might have been. No, bad. it never gets too bad. It's always mainly just hilarious. Yeah, but like there yeah. was this one time when I was I was out uh, talking with someone that I loosely worked with, but they didn't work for my company. They worked for a different company, and they started mm-hmm. telling me this story about this um, this stewardess that they saw on an airplane, and it okay. just got so raunchy so fast. And I was like, this like random dude you didn't know? Yes, he just starts telling me the story. I'm like, dude, I do not like the conversation happened like in passing that I didn't have any. And then he like moved on. I didn't have any time to react to what he was saying. But it was one of those times where it was just like the most shocking thing coming out of someone's mouth. And you're just like, what just happened? And I like felt like some obligation to say something to him, but it had already moved on. And it was like if I had brought it up again, it wouldn't it would it would have been like, uh, I don't know, like, like, what are you even talking about? So I, I wonder if in those in those times, if I'm like an enabler or if you have some sort of obligation to help people see a different side or if you just i don't i don't know i I think it's really specific you know you have to consider a lot of different variables i mean it's important to kind of know going into something like that what you should like know your limits of what you're going to take in uh and kind of 
deal with and not and not deal with and and then know where to kind of like hmm well if he really is going to say this we should open up the discussion so that he's you know not yeah. uh i don't know being outrageous like this isn't acceptable conversation yeah. Yeah. yep and yeah. then that's the other thing too, where you're like, well, no, none of his buddies are ever going to say that to him because he's probably been having these conversations for forty years, and it's just been like commonplace. Yes. So, anyways, that was an interesting thing in this similar vein that happened to me. But you know, maybe, you know, maybe as people who also you know love and appreciate the vast diversity of planet Earth, maybe we should speak up a little more next time. But <laughs> I know. I mean, it's it's tricky, right? Because I mean, it's always people that you like. It seems to usually be like older guys, like baby boomerish right, right. people. That it's a lot of people that I deal with, and I'm like kind of shocked by things right. they say. And so you have to just kind of consider, like, well, these dudes grew up in a different world than what we did, right? Yeah, and I, I don't think that's way less. I, yeah, com- I don't think that's ever an excuse, but it is definitely a factor to consider. Well, it is an excuse, I think, because they weren't educated to the point where we were to be so conscious right. of that. And so, I mean, you have to just consider that, I don't know. And the other part of that is they've gotten to where they are in their life talking that way the whole time. Uh, so, you know, their incentive to change is has to come out of a place of compassion um, that they realize, I guess. Uh, I think you're right. That makes it totally right for them to talk however they want. <laughs> no, it doesn't make it right. It just makes it understandable. Yes, no, I, like, no, no, you no, just no. like can't write someone off as being like a redneck uh, right. idiot. Right, right, right. No, I, 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 I'll hear you on that one. But, anyways, I think those are, are those are good conversations to have. And as uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. stand, stand up. up for what you believe in. You know, stand up and speak out. Or should we just be compassionate for the rednecks? <laughs> you know, they have it hard With too. Their mul- old rich white guys properties and. <laughs> <laughs> leaf blowers out the wazoo. Uh, oh, good adventures, gosh. Calvin. Nice little, nice little bonus conversation here. I, know, I think we needed to I have know. this because there were some things that were outstanding. That uh, if we don't document, they're never gonna, we're never gonna remember them. Do you think people will listen to this? Like, do you think we'll listen to this when we're that age and 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 be man? We were edgy and adventurous. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna think, but. I do also really like the fact that we're podcasting as a way of documenting like life's adventures. You know, now that we've been doing this for a year and a half, it's a, does this mean I don't have to it journal? Does. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. Okay, good. We have the journal on the record. Um, Maybe we should uh, do it like a separate podcast episode once in a while. And it's like the secrets of our journal. Yeah, that would be good. And then you have to pay a lot of money, but then you get to hear all of our secrets that we would write in that a would diary. Be good. The other thing I think about that's neat about a podcast is even if we aren't sharing our deepest, darkest secrets, if I were to go back and listen to this and I would know that it was May of 2017 when I had just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm just a new homeowner, I'll probably remember all the feelings I was feeling. You know what I that's mean? Like true. think about when we, yeah, it would bring right? you think back about when we talked about those couple of episodes where right before you had your first kid, where we were trying to dig into like, what do you feel in? Like it's about to happen. Your life's mm-hmm, about to mm-hmm. change. So that's a weird thing. And, and I think this podcast has the power to do that because I listen to a lot of podcasts, yeah. Jeremy. And so sometimes I listen to so much that, I mean, a lot of the ones that I listen to, um, you know how sometimes you listen to like uh, This American Life or yeah, Freakonomics yeah, yeah. and they'll do like a, a, a rebroadcast. Yes. 
almost nine out of ten times I've already heard that right. broadcast, so I skip that episode. But if it's already queued up and my earphones are in, it'll start playing. And if and if I realize like, oh, this is a rebroadcast episode, I can figure out exactly where I was and what I was doing when I heard the yes. original yes. broadcast. Yes. Like so specifically, yeah. it's brains so weird. Cool. Yeah, brains are really cool. Yeah. So, anyways, I hope you know when people hear the sounds of our voices, they can know exactly what they're yeah, doing. I, I do as well. Years from well, now. it's another reason why I would encourage our listeners out there if you're thinking about starting a blog, starting a podcast, or starting a vlog, or doing something creative, like just go do it. I actually had one of our listeners reach out to me this past week to say, "Hey, I'm thinking of starting a podcast. Do you have some advice on gear and around? Here's my idea, and l- love to get some of your thoughts on it and this, that, and the other." And I was just like, "Yes, go and do it and make it happen." And it's such cool. a yeah. You know, we definitely want to see our audience grow and we want to keep making better and better podcasts and honing our craft and saying, um, and like much less and doing all of mm-hmm. that. But, um, even just, even just yeah, connecting you, has been really, a really a good thing. And we've said that before, but I heard today a stat, uh, do you know what percentage of Americans, North Americans, li- oh no, maybe it was just Americans, uh, listen to or know what a podcast is? My guess is it's not very high. It's not. It's fifteen to seventeen. I was about percent. to say ten to fifteen. Yeah, it's low, um, which is just like I think awesome, kind of. Just so much room All for growth. Time room. If it was like ninety-five percent, I'd be like, oh, there's, there's no, no hope. hope. For us. There's no but, hope for us. Uh, this is no, done. I think. I think there is yeah. hope for us, Calvin. Oh yeah, we are hope. <laughs> we have Flip hope. It. And with some of the exciting stuff we have planned for the summer and potentially as far out as next spring or next summer, you know, things are pretty cool. I want to keep dropping little hints I know, but we, giving zero information to peak curiosity. I love it. I love it. It's probably so annoying. Uh, there's a few people who are starting uh, to know. But some seriously, ideas, we but. need to get rocking on that soon because I have ideas that are dwindling. I mean, I write them down, but I mean, sometimes that's not good no, enough. We got to put them into action. I'm an impulsive person. We got to put these ideas into action for them to mean anything. So you know, absolutely. But. Okay, we uh, we just about done with bonus episode. Yeah, we're done with bonus episode. If you listen to this, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you listen to this, that probably means you're one of our more hardcore listeners. So thank you for being who you mm. are and for doing what you do. And we mm. hope you're finding more adventure as you've been. Uh, journeying with us as we do the same we would so love for you to share this with a friend or write us a review on itunes so if you're willing to do that please do it and uh we would just greatly appreciate it um you know and uh and as a little treat for you you know uh special listener go back and listen to a rebroadcast <laughs> you know go spend some time with a younger hipper jer yeah. and yeah. calvin and uh, you know, and just reminisce on where you were when you heard that episode. Excellent point, Calvin. Could Excellent be fun. Point. Thank you. Help our numbers. All right, everyone. Okay. Signing out. Thanks Talk for listening. Later. Go and find yourself some adventure. <laughs>